0: City, yeah, I hear you guys singing that. Don't play me. Yo, what's up? This is your boy CEO accredited cena Azari coming at you live from the All Mindset Studio in Orange County. I'm fired up, of course, with the man here, the people's advisor, Matt franchina What's Francina. up, everybody? What's up? What's up? Come on, we need more than that. Hey, more than what's up, man bro. I'm
1: just having an awesome Wednesday. I'm used to doing Friday, so I'm a That's little bit right. thrown off, but Wednesday is good. I'm plugging into the studio here to hang out with someone that I'm excited to pull some information from.
0: It's like a, a ball of energy over here without even having to talk. Our special guest today, I'm telling you this guy is all over. Most of you probably already know him. If you don't, you want to look him up, want to learn more about what he's doing and the impact he is making. It is definitely in the line with the all mindset mindset chronicles. <laughs> we are excited to introduce to you this man, the professional in the financial services space and the coaching leadership space, Mr. Daniel Alonzo. Daniel Alonzo, man. How you been, Daniel?
2: I've been great, man. I feel amazing. Life is so, so good.
0: I believe it. Man. I see you out there. You're busy all over the place, but specifically, I always correlate you to the beach, man. To the beach. Yeah.
2: Well, I've I have wealth on the beach podcast. So although I don't live at the beach. You look so, like
0: though with that tan, man, you look like you're always at the beach. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: you know, I I like to I like to travel. That's my pastime. That's what I love to do. One of my hobbies. But no, seriously, Wealth on the Beach, really what it meant to me was, it's like, you know, we all want financial freedom. You know, we want to get free. We want to do what we want to do. And where's the first place we go? We go travel to some beach somewhere, you know, palm trees and Mm -hmm. sand and and your toes and everything. And so it's not about the beach. It's about freedom. And it's about choices and options and living that, that best life, man.
0: I love that. Living that best life.
1: I love that, man. You, you know what goes good with wealth on the beach? The idea, right, is you can see the furthest distance of a horizon from the beach. I would imagine, unless you live maybe in
0: Kansas or something, you could see just as far on flatland. But yep. um, it's cool. You know, I, I like the concept. So you say you love to travel. Where was the last place you went to, and what was the greatest destination you visited?
2: Well, I mean, I've been to so many great destinations, but I mean, I, we just went to uh Dominican Republic, was amazing. Uh, but a couple of my favorite places, I've been to South Africa, uh, had a, an amazing time there. I mean, safari and, you know, ho- uh, I mean, uh, elephants and lions and, and uh I uh, went to Brazil. Went to the World Cup. That was wow. mind blowing. That's um, amazing. And so it—it just—I mean, I, I've been to Thailand. Uh, that was an incredible trip as well. So I've been to so many places. It is
1: so you really are wealth on wealth on the beach. Right? Yeah, that, that is you. Now I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. you—I I don't want to like spoiler. We'll get back to the details of how you got there, right? But you're someone who you're obviously living out some of your dreams, right? You're experiencing. A reality today that at one time it wasn't was traveling. One of the things that was like an anchor for you to push to get through hard times to grow.
2: Um, Yeah, because I mean I started at twenty one, so you know nobody wanted to listen to me. It was it was hard in the beginning. It was uh, a lot of rejection, a lot of people telling me uh, no, and. And so what what drove me is just knowing that I could be free by the time I was 30 years old. All I thought about every single day was I wanted to be financially independent at 30 years old. Now, I did it about 28. I'd saved my first million dollars about 28, and uh, and I was making about a half a million dollars in pretty much passive, you know, reoccurring income at that Mm -hmm. time. So for all intents and purposes, I was financially free at that time. But what we really drove me was that thought of one day I could get up and do whatever the fuck I wanted to do. Right. right. I mean, I I wanted to, I wanted to live, I wanted to get up every day. Like I was on vacation, Mm -hmm. like I was living a vacation vacation life. I mean, and even today, I mean, I get up every single day. I decide what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, you know, we have a great housekeeper that makes me my green drink in the morning and, and <laughs> my, my eggs. And, and so, I mean, it really is awesome
0: to be able to to choose how you want your day to look like. I love that, man. That's all mindset. So, so, Danny, you said that you started when you were 21. How do you get into the entrepreneurial space, commission-only business? And before you answer that, by the way, can you just share with our listeners, where can they find you out uh, there?
2: At Daniel Alonzo with a Z-O at the end. Uh, and, of course, I mean, Wealth on the Beach podcast is, awesome. is doing really well. And you're
0: on Twitter, Instagram? Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel, um, uh, Perfect. of course, iTunes and Spotify. Awesome, man. So going back, at 21, how do you tell yourself, look, I'm ready to go in, no uh, safety net, 100% commission, entrepreneur, build a business for myself?
2: Well, I mean, I never thought I would be in this type of business. I mean, never in a million years. What, what I thought about is I was going to go to college, get a good job, do what everybody else was gonna do. And uh, I had two dads, one dad was basically construction, the other dad was an executive. So he was a college guy, my real dad was not a college guy and, uh, and I wasn't good in, in school. So I just, for me, when I was beginning, I never in a million years thought I'd be doing this. I was playing baseball uh, and uh, I was an athlete and I hurt my knee real bad. And I didn't have a whole lot of options at that moment because I didn't want to go back to school. I was done. The only reason why I went to college was because I wanted to play baseball. And once that dream was dead, then I decided to go into financial services. And it was just a buddy of mine. He recruited me. A guy. I mean, a guy from high school. He's like, dude, you need to do this. And I stood him up for like four months. And he was waiting for me to show up to this event meeting like for four months in a row I never, I always told him I'd show up. I was like, yeah, I'll be there, man. Don't worry. Just wait for me there. And then I would never show up for four months. Finally, I show up and I I I was like, had this revelation, man. I'm like, oh shit, man. This is real. Like I saw it. Like you asked me about quitting. Yeah. I I got started in financial services 22, 23 years ago. I never thought quit. I never stopped. I did it. Almost full-time the whole time. I mean, I was part-time for about nine months, and then I went full-time. But from that moment, this is everything and all I've ever done. I mean... Amazing. I, it, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy thinking it. And you back. built a dynasty, man. Thank, I mean, congratulations. Thank, thank God for that guy that recruited me, though. Yeah. I mean, thank God. I mean, I would not be here today if some guy wouldn't have been brave enough to say, hey, dude,
1: you need to do something else. And so... Well said. And odds are you probably surpassed anything that guy even did. I don't know for sure. But well he quit. <laughs> he quit. So the wow. guy
2: loses about four hundred thousand dollars a year wow. because he quit. Wow, wow. wow. Because of what the revenue he would have made from yeah, yeah, he'd be you know, he'd be overriding me right
1: now, so he'd be making you know, without getting out of bed, he'd be pretty. So do you, you good. think that your your mentality or steadfastness to not ever think about quitting was only because you saw how Good. It could get how good it could get because the early stages of financial services are not like a walk in the park. Yeah, it's, it's not a dream, anything like that. Of it, is it? I'm intrigued with like attaching to something way bigger, way further away. Is that what it was? I, mean, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think that had that had a large
2: part to do with it. Uh, you know, I had that dream of being financially independent by the time I was thirty. I mean, I was kind of like in my mind, it was retire. Like I wanted to be yeah. retired by the time I was thirty. That's now when I got to thirty, I said, "Well, I don't want to do that because when you retire, right, you this? die. Yeah. So I don't want to do that." But I, at least I had, uh, you know, a vision of this financially free life. Yeah, and you didn't and have to go exchange your time for a paycheck. That's it, and that's what I wanted. I and it wasn't about being a billionaire. I just wanted enough money to come in. Where I could get up and do whatever that, that nobody would have their thumb on me. Right. I didn't have to worry right. about the next paycheck. That's and right. and we were we were talking a, a lot about, um, you know, just different industries and different businesses. And it's like if you don't get the passive income thing right, mm-hmm. if you don't get the residual income thing right, you're, you're gonna, gonna work forever. for a paycheck That's for right. the rest of your life. That's right. And so, uh, but but the other thing though I was gonna say is that I had to do this, man, because. I wasn't going back to college. I hated school. I wasn't a good student. I'm not a very good reader. I was, I'm a slow learner. I mean, I'm not good at a lot of things. And I said, man, if I figure this thing out, and I looked at the guy making like 400 grand at the time, the, the guy that was recruiting us, in the, or like that was training us in the business, and he was doing pretty well. And I said, man, I said, if I could just learn what the hell that guy knows, mm-hmm. I could I could do this. Like, I just gotta know what he knows. So I was the most coachable. I did everything he told me to do. Um, you know, people accused me of being a brown noser. They laughed at me. Oh man, you just do everything this guy tells you. You know, he's just trying to make money off of you. And whatever. I was like, dude, this guy could change my life if I would pay attention. Right. Most people
1: don't pay attention. Well said, man. So that's right. Yeah, and the thing with that whole mentality of making money off of me, it's like they can make as much money off of me as long as I'm also making money along the way and growing. Of course, like It's of like compensation to them to keep building my machine.
0: Take us through the times of maybe where it wasn't as rosy as it is now, 20 years later, a really nice set team or, or operation that's on autopilot pretty much, right? right, right. Um, you know, how about the first or second or third year before we get to that stage? What, what was it like? I mean, you never had... Uh, moments of doubt or questioning is this right for me what was that take us through those motions and how that wow. how that comes in play <laughs> look man
2: I, one thing I'm very
0: lucky I'm, I'm really lucky because I have a short memory I forget
2: a lot of shit real fast and so I, I look back at all those people that laughed at me all those people that told me it wouldn't work my friends I mean close friends like one of my best friends man he was I mean I cut off a relationship because I was going into business and he just wow. would not be supportive he was just Making fun of me and saying mean things to me, and I'm like, dude, I like, I, I gotta eliminate you from my life. Like, I'm trying to accomplish something. It's fucking hard enough as it is, and then you're trying to, 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 to make it even harder Amen. by, by putting me down and, and not being and nice to me him, yeah. and, and supporting me. You know, I said, dude, you don't gotta do it. Yeah, you, know, you don't have to do the business with me. Just be my friend. Just say nice things about me. Maybe refer some people to me every once in a while. Just be what quote-unquote, a friend yeah. is. And so, um, you know, but I, I forget a lot of things because when people ask me, everybody asks me that question, I, it's very difficult for me to remember that's a lot right. of hard times. Like, I always made money. I mean, that's one thing. I, I Looking back, after I went full-time, nine months, not that I made a ton of money, but I always made money. I never struggled financially. And I know, I, I wish I had a better story to tell you guys about that part because it, it just feels like, look, I believe that to build a successful business, you gotta have a killer process, you gotta duplicate that process, and then you gotta sell a vision and you gotta sell a dream. And so what I did early on is I built a process. And so I I like Cause I wasn't, my memory's not that good. So all these guys were trying to teach me this presentation on a yellow legal pad, and I'm like, I can't remember. How do you transition from that part to that part? How do you do this and that? And it was like confusing to me. And then I would go to some meeting. I'd pay all this money for a stupid meeting, and and then and then I would get there, and they would say, well. Just do it, man. You gotta just do it and just you know be focused and all that, you know and just win and you know like mm-hmm. but but how like right. how do I do it? I just want to know how to do it. And this was in an era where we didn't have social media. I mean, there was no YouTube channel. We had no uh, like. Uh, Most people didn't have cell phones. Yeah we, have cell phones. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have cell phones. Yeah, we didn't have when I started Pagers. I had to go to Pelf, uh, uh, pay uh payphones and we had yeah. I had pager for That's a lot right. of years, all my old pictures, you'll see my pager on That's my belt. Cool, man. Uh, but but I I mean but there was no duplicatable systems. And so I said, no man, this cannot happen. So I was always a little bit ahead in the terms of technology. Like I had one of the first smartphones that I remember anybody having. I mean uh, I was the one, first one to set up a microphone on my computer so I could actually talk to it and record my voice and and uh, and then so what did I do? I put together CDs. I put well they were tape cassettes in the That's beginning right. we had That's to duplicate fine. tape yeah. cassettes, and then. We, I ended up doing um, uh, CDs, and then eventually DVDs. And, and this is all for your people on your This is for my team. organization. Yeah, I mean, a lot of other organizations got a hold of that stuff. I mean, many, many times. But I mean, you weren't out selling it oh, or no. anything oh, of that. No, no, issue. no, no, no.
0: Now, I, I don't want to cut you yeah, off. Yeah, no, no, go, but, go, But you you mentioned to me that you made money out the gate when you went full time, um, and it wasn't a lot, which I understand, because I, I know the business well, but it, it, it compounds and it grows. What does or what is like a best month for you? What does it look like? Can we get that detail yeah, into like yeah, yeah, sharing no. what what's a record breaking month for Daniel Alonzo on the team? Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm just a, well, I mean, well, twenty right, years. Right deep. now, like, are, well, are you just talking about right now? During your fifteen years, I know we have some ups and downs, yeah. and are,
2: I, I I've made nineteen million dollars since I've been here. So that that'll give <laughs> wow. you a little bit of an idea.
0: Jeez, um, that's averaging like a million a year almost. Pretty much,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: so I mean, I I've
2: always made money. I've always Amazing. done. Well, but I mean, I could have been so much bigger, honestly, man. In 2003, I sat down with my best guy. We went to Chipotle, and we we had lunch. I'll never forget there. And I'm like, dude, I'm done. Like, I'm out. It's 2003. I got a million dollars saved in the bank. I'm financially independent. I'm 28 years old. And I want to live my wealth on the beach. I want to live my life. I mean, I didn't. I didn't want to move to Orange County, or I didn't want to move to the beach because I didn't want to have to travel. Because I still had to go to my office. Where did you, know? you Where
0: did you start or originate out of? Uh, it was uh, Upland. Okay, California. so you you've been based and in in, in oh, yeah. Southern California most of your career. Absolutely, yeah.
2: awesome. And then so I I never really moved much further. So I went to Montclair, opened up an office. And then I opened up uh, the office that we have now in Rancho, or no, Ontario. Do you have a
0: team, I guess, uh, is it across the country, or is your team all over the place Uh, now?
2: We're basically all through California, mostly Southern California, a couple offices up in Northern California, and then Las Vegas. Congratulations, man. He's such a humble guy, too, man, just for
0: you guys that have not yet met him. Very humble man, amazing. I mean, you haven't mentioned, but how large is your organization? Uh,
2: 1,500 licensed agents, 45 locations. And, uh, and we have a lot of really great people that are doing well. It's just fun. I mean, look, my life 100% is trying to help these people win. That's it. I just want to help them win. Like, I get up every day and I go, like, people go, why, why are you doing a podcast? I'm doing a podcast because people seek me out. And then guess what I do? I go, dude, go take care of them, right? I, I get yeah. these people to. Some That's of awesome. my people, my, I mean, I, I help to train them, the the, the, the you know the, the full picture, the full vision and everything. But as far as I'm helping my guys become successful, and I'm excited about that.
0: Now, I heard you use the word 1,500 licensed people. So I know that uh, part of building the organization is that we can find them green or fresh recruits that are not yet licensed. What is that number not including the licensed people? Because for those that, that don't well, understand the gosh, business, I mean, yeah. it's a lot larger oh, because yeah. you got to get licensed as a process.
2: I mean, we recruit 300 people a month right now.
0: That's amazing. And we do
2: about 500 sales a month That's right amazing. Now. So, that's awesome. And that's and that's
0: without
2: me. 99.9% is without me.
0: Yeah, so are you doing any mm. personal production anymore? A little bit,
2: a little bit. I, like, I, I have people, re- especially now because of social media, people reach out to me. They want you to be there. They advisor. want me to. And so if I think they're worth it, I will take them in the field. I was on an appointment the other night. That's awesome. So I'll, I'll do it if I have to. I mean, I'm you know what else am I going to do, you know?
1: Same system, jump in. Same system. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, can,
2: I can start off any month and I can outproduce everybody that month without batting an eye. I, it's just a matter of me working because I the system is so, like that system that I built 20 years ago, it's the same dang thing. It's not complicated. And so I built it where it's like painting by numbers. Everything is built on modules. So if somebody comes in, I can teach them how to sell securities. I can teach them how to sell life insurance. I can teach them how to sell anything that we're marketing. Recruiting, it's all built on modules. So somebody comes in, as long as they memorize it, just like memorizing a song. Mm -hmm. If you memorize the song, you nine, you know, eight nine times out of ten, the client's going to say yes. It's that duplicatable. Right. It's that much of a duplicatable process. I built a process. Now we're duplicating it. And, and if,
1: as, far as, as far as growing the organization, you know, you, you have to sell that vision. How long so, of trial and error do you think it took you to go from no system to where you said this is the system? I think, I mean, it, it was at least a couple years, two
2: to three years is where I think probably two years is when I started to figure it out. And then I really started finding some good people that were paying attention, that were actually listening to me, that were doing what I was – because that's the hardest part. I mean, I got the system. Uh, all I want and all I need is just somebody that wants to pay attention to it and just duplicate It's kind of like a McDonald's franchise, right? I mean, they already perfected the system. Mm-hmm. If you plug in the work into that system, it is impossible – to not be successful. I mean it's almost impossible not right. to build a
1: successful McDonald's franchise, right. right? So same thing, and that's what I've tried to do. Man. So you're you're 28, you go to Chipotle. You say, I'm it, I'm done. I mean no, twenty three, it was twenty three, no, right? Oh two thousand yeah, three. Two thousand three. That's yeah. right, that's right. So you say this in your mind at that time, are you telling him I'm literally like bouncing and I'm gonna quit? Or just take the reins over, I'm on autopilot, you run what I built. Yeah, yeah. That's that's mainly it was like, look, dude, uh, I'm not going to work as hard. Because I, I
2: I was the number one personal producer for years and years and years up to that
0: point. That's awesome, man. And Congratulations.
2: So, so I always, uh, like, I've always been a lead from the front type of guy. I mean, I'm going to lead. Like, I'm not going to tell you to do shit I'm not willing to go do. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm, you know, like I tell my guys, like, you need to start ramping up your social media. So guess what? I'm ramping up my social media. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not gonna tell you to do something I'm not willing to go do and put That's right. myself out there, That's and, right. and and so, uh, but yeah, I was I was like, you're you're in control, man. Just take it over and do it. I still went to my meetings, I still did meetings, I still helped, but I didn't get up every day looking to write a sale, right? And that was
0: awesome. So, in what year or how many years in the business do you end up hitting, I guess, critical mass, or where it's like you wake up and sleep, and the business is just growing almost on its own as long as you keep. Tending to it.
2: Well, that, that was really 28. It was 28 wow. years old. I, I, that, so it's almost that,
0: 16, 17 years of that. It, it,
2: yeah, I mean, it, it has not stopped since then. It's only, my income has gone up, other than a couple of years, my income has gone up progressively every single year, uh, and every year that I've been in the business. And That's, those years it didn't go up, it was probably flat. Yeah, not well, down. yeah, and, and we lost a little bit because we uh, we got out of the mortgage business, we lost a little bit of money mm-hmm. in, in that you know, it was the whole
1: downturn of the market, sure. and all that stuff. That's amazing. So, how many agents were there when you said you're 28 and you have this conversation? You use 1500 a day, yeah. I, oh, I probably is? had 400 okay. licensed cool. agents at the time, yeah, yeah. That's so, cool. I
0: life is really on the beach now (laughs) on a yacht bro yeah so so daniel right now you're a veteran in the industry even though you're a young guy what does like the next five to ten years look like for you what do we do in daniel Alonzo's shoes (laughs) well right now i mean i have a
2: huge goal i mean i want to get a million followers on instagram i mean that's a major major like goal of mine because I, i i think i can impact a lot of people i think i'm making a difference i mean again i And again, a lot of people are lying to me, man. People that are listening to my podcast, they're they're watching my videos, they're getting my DVDs and CDs and all that stuff. I mean, I really feel like I'm making an impact on a lot of people. You know, because like my organization is only 1,500. There's millions and Mm -hmm. billions of people on the planet. So I'm like, why not go and try to impact more people? So that's kind of my first next step is I'd like a million people on my Instagram. And when I get to that point... At least I'm going to be able to. At least at that point, I'm going to have more influence to be able to uh, do even larger things.
1: I mean, right. So there's only one group of people you know are lying to you. It's all the haters. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. Are, they don't really hate. They're just jealous. And uh, we need them too, I mean, though. It's all good. We, we need them. them. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
0: So tell me, how has technology in this era of uh, disruption they call it how has that impacted your business, good or bad, and in what? And tell me more about that.
2: Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's it's uh, it, it's. You know, whenever you venture out and do something new, there's always resistance, you know. So I have, uh, you know, because of compliance reasons and things like that, I mean, I've met with resistance. And I've, uh, you know, because I'm I'm challenging the status quo like never before. I mean, this is a, I mean, I work for a very large organization. and, And so it is... Challenging the status quo. It's challenging beliefs. It's it's getting people to think outside of the box. And whenever you tell a bunch of old people to think outside the box, they say "fuck you." You know, we ain't thinking out of the box. You know what I mean? And so it, it's it's been for me. It's been challenging because I have had sleepless nights and I have had. Uh, adversity in the sense of, you know, where, you know, people are saying things about me that aren't true Mm -hmm. because now it's media, right? I'm out there, man. And, and I'm, you know, I have my Wealth on the Beach podcast. I have a coaching program. It's called Wealth on the Beach Club. And, you know, people are thinking I'm trying to steal people from them. People are thinking this, that, whatever, you know what I mean? They're not thinking like, wait a minute, this guy's already financially independent. He just wants to help people. And of course, I want to build a big brand because I feel like, The message that I'm trying to teach is a message about working hard and staying focused but knowing your shit, right, like mastering your craft. Because I think there's a lot of people, especially in the financial circle, really any business, I mean any sales business, any business there is, most people are just winging it, man. They have no process. They have no duplicatable system. They have no vision. So they're just winging it. And that's why they're not growing as fast as they possibly could. I think that people, if they learned what I teach, can grow so much faster. And again, I'm not saying like it's a get rich quick or anything like that. I'm just saying that the principles that I'm teaching right now, they're fundamental, man. If you don't learn some of this stuff, you will get left behind. Trust me, you're going to get left behind. And you'll never make it, in my opinion. So, Wow.
0: Heavy stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> These guys are that, speechless. Got Seriously, like, I'm, I'm just listening so, to it all. So I, like I know it. you do a lot of speaking. You travel a lot, educational meetings, et cetera. I don't know what it was, but I, I picked up on your Instagram feed. There was, like, a day where you almost shut down, like, a Starbucks after a meeting. And it was recently. How many people, like, like what do people just follow you, like, after you speak? They wait for you to come off stage and then follow you to, like, a Starbucks or coffee shop and then the crowd? Like, how does that happen, man? Because I saw you stand up and there was like 30 40 50 people <laughs> shutting down a Starbucks all with cell phones recording you giving them knowledge like it's it's almost like a celebrity like kind of feeling well
2: i mean it, it's uh, i mean in in all reality i did promote it so i did tell people i was going to be there uh, on my social media and then but a couple hundred people ended up showing up wow, and amazing.
1: so how many followers they, on on social media, how many? Uh,
2: well, in total, about forty thousand. Okay. So my Instagram only has about sixteen, but amazing. you know, with everything. But yeah, I mean, you know, I show up. There's all these people there, but I guess there was so many people that Starbucks was getting pissed because they were blocking the door or something. Somebody was blocking
0: the door, and so it was amazing. They
2: literally almost threw us out of Starbucks. It was so. amazing. I was awesome.
0: I was like, man, this is. I showed it to my. I said, this is crazy. This guy shut down Starbucks. I mean, like that's crazy. It was, it was fun. It was, it was fun. But see that, uh, Sina,
2: that's what I love to do, man. I mean, I love to teach. And the cool thing about it is I don't got to charge you shit. I love it. You man. know what I mean? Like I'm financially Set. independent, yeah. man. So I get to I do this tell. because I want to do it, man. I want to make a difference. I see so many people struggling, man. And I don't want to see, I want to see less people struggle. That's right. It. I mean, simple as that, you know.
1: Do you still set financial goals and the you know, distance you're trying to get to? Earlier you said it wasn't about being a billionaire. Is, yeah, is yeah. now, is that the next?
2: No, I, I don't know. I don't I don't think I want to be a billionaire because I, I don't think I want to work that hard. You right. know what I mean? To be a billionaire. I know what it takes to be a billionaire, and I don't want to work that hard to be a billionaire. Uh, I want to work hard, but I want to work hard at the things that I want to do. You know, it's kind of like, like financial goals. I have financial goals that I've written down, things that... You know, I have a dream video that I watch almost daily, and it's about four minutes long, and it just basically spells out all of my goals. It spells out exactly what I want to accomplish, and, uh, Is and that something you compiled yourself. Yeah, I just put it, it. Just I think I made it in iMovie a few years back, and smart, and it, and it just gives me. And so, I, if like everybody's got to remember, our minds are like computers. So, what you put in your brain before you go to bed goes into your subconscious and so what happens is your mind is figuring out solutions it's like it's you're programming the information in there and it's like figuring out solutions to get done all the shit you're telling it all night long it's like your brain is working for you while you're sleeping it's free you don't have to pay it Mm -hmm. and it just does it how cool is that right so be careful don't watch Negative stuff before you go to bed. Ever, ever, ever. No, 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 man. Uh, if you have children, do never allow your kids to um, sleep on the couch while the TV's on. Like, that is a total no-no. My kids have... We, we shut off commercials. So mm-hmm. we if a commercial comes on, if we're watching TV together, commercial comes on, we mute the commercial. We don't watch commercial. We, I don't. My kid doesn't need to know about diabetes
0: mm-hmm. depression. and about
2: depression and all that mm-hmm. shit. It's just, again, this stuff gets... Programmed into our minds, mm-hmm. and I just uh, early on look what what helped change my life. Tony Robbins changed my life. I mean, amen, I'm, bro. Yeah, I mean, Tony Robbins <laughs> is. Um, uh, I was telling you about my my aunt uh, uh, Marty Rodriguez, and she is. Uh, she actually was in Anthony Robbins's infomercial. So when I joined at 21, she was the first person I went to go speak with because I I believe you got to get advice from successful people, That's and right. she was the most successful person that I knew. And so I went, had dinner with her, and I asked her all these questions. She's like, yes, you need to do that, man. You'd be great at it. Like, she's like telling That's me i cool. will be great at it. That's awesome. She gave me all, you know, she's my hero. I love Marty. That's so cool. And, uh, and she um, she took me to my first Anthony Robbins seminar. Wow. And so I'm, I'm in the business like six months, and I go to an Anthony Got the 30-day program. I, I watched or listened to it on tape cassette. Yeah, it's like Power 90. Wow. Well, it, it was it was like, uh, yeah. Uh, unleash the power unleash the power like that. within right. yeah exactly <laughs> and I man I went through that thing 30 days man it changed my life I've been to probably five of his conferences walk the the fire and all that business stuff business mastery and yeah everything cool. man so I, awesome. I, I love Tony Robbins so if you're listening Tony Robbins you listen to me man we need to get together
1: real real soon we got a lot to talk about
0: that's cool well he's in San Diego or at least his organization is mm-hmm. I think he's all over the place yep
1: yeah, so w- when you're listening to Tony Robbins and you started your six months in, you were walking on fire and doing all that stuff then. And then did you see tremendous growth after that? Or like what was it that changed your life? You heard him, you saw him, but like what was the It, 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 thing? Wasn't,
2: it wasn't fast,
1: but I think that
2: the, the thing that impacted me more than anything with Tony Robbins was the fact that I started figuring out that our brain actually is something you can program. It's like, you know, we we all think, exactly, exactly. I mean, we all think that we're just like pieces of meat or something. And we just think, well, we were born this way, so, you know, I am what I am. And I'll just do whatever I'm going to do. And whatever happens to me, it's probably just God telling me that I can't do it or can do it or whatever. It's like, that's a bunch of BS. Like... You could create yourself into anything you want to create yourself into. I mean, it's like, come on. I mean, you, you, it's like a, life is a, a canvas, man. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to do with it doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight. Doesn't mean it's going to be, you know, life transforming in one day. But, but those little pieces of information that I got and then going through that 30-day program, I really analyzed what it is that I wanted out of my life. And then once I figured out what I wanted out of my life, and then I figured out that I was in charge, and then I figured out that it was my actions that were creating my, you know, future, then I started get I started to do the right things. I started to have better habits. I started to be more disciplined. I started compartmentalizing my life. And then all of a sudden, things started to happen. And then I met this guy, and this guy took me to go see that guy. And then next thing you know, I got a little, little team of five of us, you know, and we're excited. and We're in the back of the room. I'm painting the picture for these guys, telling them where we're going to go, what we're going to do, we're going to change the world, you know what I mean? And then it just sort of took on a life of its own, and the rest is history.
0: B- building your business, uh, Daniel, do you, do you still have, I guess, business partners or associates that were down with you from day one or from year one? You know what?
2: I mean, most of them were. Most of them have did not start with me. Most of them I've recruited through the years. And most of them, believe it or not, I recruited through other people that even quit. Right. So somebody came in, they quit. They left this guy. They came in, they quit. They left this guy. I mean, sure. so I've had a lot of people. You know, obviously mm-hmm. through the years we've had thousands of people quit on us. So um, I was watching this thing the other night. It's on Netflix. It's mm-hmm. great. And I actually even I think I threw it on my story, but it's called Prediction of Numbers. I, I recommend everybody watches this video. Prediction. From, of it's called Prediction of Numbers and. It is the history of probability, mm. it's the history of numbers, and by the way, I'm not a math whiz, the only reason why I'm in business is because I hated math, and I would never have finished college because of math, mm-hmm. and, but I love math now, I love math, I love studying numbers, I love the, the statistics, I love ratios, I love understanding the law of large numbers mm-hmm. and of course probability. And so this video, it's like a PBS video. Seriously. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's really informative. It tells the history of numbers like gambling and mm-hmm. where all this started. It was it was a revelation probably 300 years ago. It was something that people said, "Oh my god, there's probability. It actually is something." And today, if you think about it, right? We recruit 300 people a month, but maybe only, you know, 20% of them will get licensed. Mm-hmm. And then as those 20% get licensed, you have another fraction of people that will quit at the right. same time that those people will get licensed. Amazing. So the only way that I get to 3,000 agents is I have to plug in massive, amou- massive amounts of, of, of numbers, of recruits and licensed agents. And so I think that understanding the law of large numbers has given me a power that is... Um, you know, long range is going to be unmatched because by the time I'm done with this, I mean, we'll have tens of thousands of agents in our
0: organization. Awesome, man.
1: Now, something that is so misunderstood is that you need experience or schooling or it should have been something that you were, like, wanting to do to get into financial services. How, how do you express to maybe someone who... That's what they thought, right? I didn't go to school for that or I have no expertise. I'm curious. I have those conversations a lot. I'm curious what yours sounds like. How do you convey to someone that that doesn't really matter outside of just saying I didn't matter for me?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I think it doesn't matter because you're in charge of what you're going to learn. So, for example, you guys have a system in your business that if I just, if, if I just, if you recruited me and I came to work with you, you would teach me a set of skills and I would be successful. Working with appreciate you. you. It's <laughs> not complicated, though. It's not complicated. I mean, it's not rocket science if mm-hmm. you think about it, right? It's a set of words. And like I, I said before, it's like singing a song. So if you, mem- like we all memorize songs, right? We know row, row, row your boat, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter if you sang it in 20 years, you know row, row, row your boat. Well, if you could learn a set of words and overcoming objections and giving a presentation Once you know the words, it's very difficult to not know the words. And by the way, in our types of businesses, there's only so many objections out there. There's only like maybe five to ten objections that you're ever going to get. So once you figure that out, how difficult is it? Mm -hmm. So I think personally that the more education you have, the worse you are. Because if you're super, super, you know, technical, smart, engineer type, want to analyze the shit out of everything, right? Mm -hmm. Then you probably will spend most of your time Analyzing. analyzing, right? I mean, analyzing <laughs> right. uh, versus actually yeah.
1: going and doing me- right. analysis paralysis. That's right. It. That's it, isn't that it. that famous "just do it" speech? He talks about how yeah. smart. Leo Williams. Yeah, but he's talking about how smart people struggle and something like the same. They thing. don't. They
2: don't get around to doing nothing. Right, right, do exactly.
1: it and do it
0: and do it. Amazing speech, by the way. Sure.
1: It's my favorite. So do you see yourself involving your talents in other business sectors? Like not by coaching other people, yeah. but actually ever saying, hey, like where do we take all this skill, create a system in another business and I have a whole nother like work hard, grow, that type of thing? Or? Well, that, that's basically what I'm doing right now is okay. through the Wealth on the Beach Club. So
2: people sign up. And every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I do a coaching session. So it's a private Facebook group that we set up and any type of business that can come on. So I have real estate people there. I have hairstylists on there. I have, you know, different types, car, people that sell cars, they'll come on. So we have a lot of different types of fields. And so that's where I'm trying to take some of my expertise and try to share it with everybody. Because it really does come down. I don't care what business you're in, man. It comes down to process. It comes down to, uh, you know,
1: duplication, duplication of that process and, and a vision. You got right. a vision. So something we didn't talk at all about, what's the family look like? How you go through, you build this mega business, right? It's not you by yourself. Well, I met your wife stuff. and son, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you have other kids, but yeah. how do you build this giant business and still stay grounded and have a family? Well, I mean, like I, you know, we got started at a young age.
2: I mean, we were 21 years old. We, we were high school sweethearts, so... Uh, we we uh, met at sixteen, so we've been together since we were sixteen years man, old. That's awesome. And uh, it was it was rough though, man. It was rough. I mean, we're twenty one years old, man. I mean, she was getting pissed because I was working too hard, man. She's like she couldn't get it. She couldn't wrap her. She could not see what I saw, right? So it was a constant battle, constant fight, constant you know, don't work so hard. Why are you doing this? How come you you know? So I you know, and then I would say, hey, can you get this done? And it wouldn't get done, and then they would bat you know. So working with somebody you love. Is not an easy thing,
1: hmm.
2: right? So what you got to do? It's <laughs> I, not an easy. I know thing. what that's Yeah, like. I mean it, it, it's <laughs> it's 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 very very difficult. And if you but there's a way to get around that, right? And and the simplest easiest way, if you're in business with somebody that you love, and you know your spouse or whatever, is what you have to do is you have to figure out your roles. So what we would do is every year we would put a line down the piece of paper. And then we write down what I'm going to do and what she's going to do in the business. That's it. That's it. In in the business and in life, you know, I mean, who's going to get the car wash? Who's going to go grocery shopping? Who's going to do it? So then what happened again, it was a process, right? We built a process in saying, this is, these are the things that I'm in charge of. Now, if I don't get my shit done, you have all the power in the world to yell at me for not getting my shit done. Right. Mm -hmm. And same thing on your end. Right. If If you're not doing the things, then we need to have a conversation about it. And so... I think that that was – like when we created that, that's when everything got moving, running, like on a – it just started blowing up because when she went full-time – she was part time in the beginning. I was full time. But of course, you know, you have months that you're struggling. You have months that don't go good. So she would take care of us, man, when when the months wouldn't go good for me. So That's it was, awesome. you know. But then when she went full time, our income jumped to a hundred thousand dollars in income and then it and then the next year after that it went to one seventy, then two fifty, then three fifty, and then a half a million in two thousand three.
0: Congrats. Wow. That's awesome. So, so Building the building the business, Daniel. Has it was it more difficult fifteen years ago or today?
2: I, you know, I I I think today's a great time to build a business because. So if I would have had social media back then, I think I would have recruited so many more people, man. I mean, come on. I mean, I would have done some sponsored ads, man. I would have done some. Oh God, man. I, because. All I did was I prospected, but there's only so many people at the mall, man. I mean, mm-hmm. like, what are you gonna do? You run out of malls to go to, you know what I mean? I prospected a hundred people at the Brea Damn Mall man. when I was, you know, That's growing cool. up in the business, you know? And so, I, I like, look, man, people that aren't building a business today, they're just fucking lazy, man. In my opinion, they're, they're just lazy, Damn, man. Damn, listen to this. Sales. And I, I just, and I believe that because there's everything that you need. There's YouTube. We didn't have YouTube. Mm-hmm. There are systems. We didn't have systems like we have today. I mean, if somebody wants to know my presentation, they're like, "Okay, man, I like this guy. Uh, I want to know how to sell insurance." You know, they could go to building-leaders.com, buy my DVD, Daniel Alonzo Sales Process DVD, and in an hour, they know how to sell. That's awesome. And, and then they just, you know, they could uh, play that thing out, wear that thing out. And in six months, there'll be a stone cold killer, trainer, salesperson, duplicator, freaking stud. You know what I mean? And
1: awesome, so, man. but people are lazy because they don't do that. That's amazing. That was the smoothest plug I ever seen. Hey, ever. fair, legit, man. <laughs> no, this guy knows no, what he's awesome. saying. I love it. Definitely. So, do you consider yourself a salesman right now? Still. Oh yeah, yeah. We're all sense always, people, right?
2: man. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm always closing. I'm always talking about what we're gonna do. I'm always talking about results because I believe results create inspiration. See, that's where the vision comes in. That's that last little piece of the puzzle. Is the vision is you setting an inspiring story that people can follow. Think about it for a second, man. We all love an inspiring movie, right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Right, right, okay? right. We right cry, or right. man. We get emotional. Same thing in business. We're we're not emotional enough. We don't paint a, a, a picture um, that for people to see and follow because we don't inspire anybody. Well, there's a piece of that that we got to remember. If we don't close, we don't inspire because nobody is inspired about anybody, Somebody not making any money, right? That's you right. got to make money to create inspiration. You got to do things, you know. And so that to me is is what changed everything for me. Is when I when I figured out, man, that I could write a sale. And then call up my 10 top guys and go, dude, I'm so fired up right now, man. Things are rocking, man. I just made $1,000 tonight, man. It took me an hour and a half. I'm 21 years old. I just made $1,000. I'm freaking jacked right now. And then I'd call all my ten top 10 guys, and then they would, they'd be on the couch, like, you know, gelling in front of the TV, and they'd be like, oh, shit, man. Right. They'd get in their stomach. They're feeling like shit. And they'd get on the phone. They'd start making calls. They'd get after it, and they'd go for it. And so they knew what I was doing to them, right? But when you're receptive to coaching, you don't care. You do it because you know what they're doing to you. All my guys know that I, I nudge them, I give them a hard time sometimes. Dude, ah, the guy told me last night, he's like, Yeah, man, I'm gonna close tomorrow. And I'm like, you won't close tomorrow, dude. You you, you ain't gonna close nothing, man. And he's like, Yeah, I will, you know, so we'll see what happens. But he's now really motivated to go close something out. But he knows you actually believe in him. He knows, he, yeah, knows he knows, it's he knows not I like believe a... in him, but he's smart enough to know that I'm just fucking with him, right? I mean, right, he knows, yeah. like I'm messing with them to go make him do more. But see that's what my coach did to me, right? He always nudged me. The right type of person. is competitive, man. The right type that's of person. Right. Wants to kill it, wants to sell, wants to close, wants to recruit, wants to build. The right kind of person. People will say, oh Daniel's mean man, oh he's mean, he's oh, he, he he said something mean to me the other day and he told me I couldn't close and he could, you know, whatever. And then you go, and then quit or whatever, right? Well that they're quitting on themselves. That's right. Man. Come on, right? Play the game. Business is a game. That's Play right. it to win. Right. Have fun with it too, right? The guy knows what I'm doing, but he'll go do it anyways, right?
0: That's right. So, Daniel, uh, millennial to baby boomer. They're right now in a salary hourly. They want to step out or get into entrepreneurship. Words of wisdom for Daniel Alonzo for these individuals that are hearing this right now and just want to make that jump.
2: Well, fifty percent of millennials, man, they they want to be in business for themselves, man. So, I mean, truthfully, I'll be honest. I'm not a millennial, so I'm just over that level. Of,
0: you you of look of, younger of, than uh, as young as the know. millennials, man. If you look at his I, face, I, you'll know.
2: And and that is funny though. They did a uh, the company actually did a video, a millennial video, and I was in the millennial video, and I'm not. So I'm just trying to be honest here. Just trying to be awesome. you well. You know, definitely look transparent. You can, you can keep you know? up with a millennial, <laughs> right? Like yeah. you, you keep yourself in shape um, and a good. But uh, I feel like a millennial. And if what I would tell a baby boomer is, look, man, I mean, the world is changing. And if you don't get relevant, you will get left behind. I mean, there's 400 million people in the United States and Canada. Like, you're going to get left behind. You cannot reach the masses if you don't turn on your effing phone and record yourself every once in a while and stop thinking that all these young people that are taking selfies stop thinking they're stupid or stop thinking they're like they're weird or something. Like you're the one that's going to be weird. You're the dinosaur. You're the one that's going to get left behind and you're the one that's going to have to work for a dang living for the rest until you die until you decide to get relevant. Because I mean that's to me that's the the, the key word right there is relevant. We all need to stay relevant. And in this day and age, man, we have the freaking opportunity to showcase our skills and showcase our opportunities to the masses, man. How lucky are we that we get to do that for, like, no money? Mm-hmm. Think about it. For nothing,
1: we get to do that. And we're, we're, we're just – it's awesome, man.
0: Well said, yeah. man.
1: In a world where everybody has someone they follow, right? You got a bunch of people follow you. You're looking to get to a million followers. There's also a bunch of people who hide behind it. No expertise trying to use people to make money. How can people out there weed out following a guy like you from a guy who might have made themselves look like you, but has no real backing of experience, right. and and like, how, can you tell apart a part of fake? I
2: I think it's pretty easy. I mean, I, I think you just ask the question. I mean, I told you guys how much money I made over the course of my business. You know, what I mean? and I've made more than that actually. That's just in the financial business. I've made money on investments and stocks and real estate and things like that. So you're too. just saying
1: straight up, ask the person, right? I, I would job. straight
2: up, yeah. If I'm gonna pay you money. Right. If I'm gonna pay you money to coach me, I'm gonna be like, how much fucking money do you make? How how how, what have you done? Like I wanna know your resume, just like if I was gonna hire because think about it, you're when you're following somebody on social media, you're basically hiring them to rent space in your brain. Mm -hmm, Right. If you think about it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and so I'm going to be like, you know, what has he done and how has he done it? And look, I'm not right for everybody. I mean, you know, some people are going to like my style. Some people won't. You know, I posted yesterday. I'm like, if you like me, great. If you don't, then great. You know, either (laughs) way. It's like I, I'm not going to make everybody happy, but I know that there's a segment of the population that they want no bullshit, no nonsense, no get-rich-quick shit. I know people hear the wealth on the beach and they go, oh, he's saying a oh, get-rich-on-the-beach. and I'll, No, no, it's not. It's a metaphor. I want people to visualize their future. Whatever. You're, you might be wealth in the mountains, man. I mean, whatever your dream is, man, it's possible. It's doable. But I'm not saying it's overnight. I'm just saying that there are so many negative people out there, they like to go around and say, nothing works. And I'm here to say, fuck you, something works. And it is possible and it is doable and you can win and you can change your life with work and hard work and, and uh, you know effort and diligence and a duplicatable system and a process and a vision and a great coach and a mentor and being accountable and being coachable. If you do all that stuff, you're going to have a better shot. Like I said, the probability is way higher with all those things versus not having those things. Anybody can sit on their couch and watch Netflix and say, oh, Daniel's bullshitting. That that guy's not real. He's, you know, he didn't, you know, what has he ever, you know what I mean? Like, oh, he's just trying to get us to whatever. Anybody could do that. But I'm just here to say, man, I'm trying to reach out to the masses and say, wait a minute. I'm not saying working with me is the right thing to do. I'm not saying that, I'm, that I got all the answers and I'm a perfect dude. But what I am saying is I, myself, decided to do something and it worked. And it can work for you too.
0: Well, Sam, I love the passion, the fire. Daniel Alonzo, you guys, check him out at Daniel Alonzo, Instagram, Twitter. You on LinkedIn as well or no? I am, but I don't really. I am. He is. He's not using that much out there. But you guys find him out there. Just Google his name. You'll find him out. You guys, Cena Azari, COO accredited with the man, the People's Advisor. Another amazing day Wednesday coming at you live from Orange County, All Mindset. Daniel, thank you again so much, man.
2: I appreciate And I just want to say to you guys, man, you guys are a couple of studs, man. Thank I, you, I really, You're really awesome. appreciate your time having me. Thank you. Here
0: amazing, today. man. So much knowledge. You guys, make sure you find this guy. Say hello. Tell him, All Mindset. Daniel Alonzo, be safe, bro. Thank you. Subscribe. Retire.